Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about psychiatric service dogs, what they do, and how they help. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's start talking about psychiatric service dogs, what they do, and how they help. First of all, we all know dogs are magnificent creatures, cute, cuddly, and full of energy. Some 400 million dogs are kept as pets by people around the world. For millennia, these special animals have served as loyal companions and as important members of our human families. While dogs are fun-loving and a joy to be around, their innate intelligence and ability to be trained also means they can play vital support roles for humans with disabilities. One of those special roles is that of a psychiatric service dog, providing support, comfort, and protection. Psychiatric service dogs can be trained to carry out important tasks for individuals with mental health issues. This podcast provides information about what a psychiatric service dog is and what they do and how you can go about obtaining one. So, what is a psychiatric service dog? Like many service dogs, Psychiatric service dogs are trained to help an individual carry out certain tasks while protecting them from harm. More specifically, psychiatric service dogs are designed for people who have special psychiatric conditions and who require help with their daily lives. The array of conditions that psychiatric service dogs can assist with include anxiety, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, panic attacks, agoraphobia or social anxiety, bipolar disorders, schizophrenia, and autism. While each handler's needs are different, the primary role of a psychiatric dog is to provide comfort, protection, and assistance. Psychiatric service dogs can help their handler perform everyday tasks that might otherwise be challenging due to their mental health condition. Psychiatric service dogs, known as PSDs are also trained to handle crowded public environments such as buses or trains and to deal with emergency situations. Difference between therapy dogs, emotional support animals, 
and service dogs. Let's talk about that. While psychiatric service dogs may appear like any other dog that is in a supportive role, uh, there are some key differences that are worth noting. Let's talk about a therapy dog. A therapy dog is a pet that hasn't been specially trained to perform special tasks, but rather to provide therapeutic assistance. However, these dogs may be registered with the therapy dog program, uh, where they will be tested and approved for their temperament. Therapy dogs are typically found in care homes, uh, hospitals, schools, or rehab facilities, where their presence can provide comfort for those around them. Most therapy dog owners are volunteers, and their dogs do not have special public access rights. Now, emotional support animal. Like therapy dogs, emotional support animals are primarily used to comfort their handlers simply through their presence. What differentiates them from therapy dogs, though, is that they will work with one handler rather than with a group of people in a care home. For instance, uh, while these dogs can be useful for conditions like anxiety, their role is more like a pet than a service dog. That said, emotional support animals perform a very vital role by providing a continuous sense of comfort and security. These kinds of dogs can also be useful for individuals with disabilities or for emotional support in the wake of bereavement or trauma. Then there is a service dog. On the other hand, service dogs, such as psychiatric service dogs, are specially trained for particular tasks and roles. Their handlers must also have a disability, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. Service dogs are also trained to deal with scenarios that might arise because of their owner's impairment. Whether it's seeking help or support their, uh, their handler if they become unwell, uh, these dogs perform necessary tasks and are granted special access rights in public. That's a service dog. Again, whether it's seeking help or supporting their handler, if they become un if the handler becomes unwell, these dogs perform necessary tasks and are granted special access rights in public. So, what do psychiatric service dogs do? Psychiatric service dogs are trained to carry out a wide range of tasks. Not only can they be trained to tune into their handler's uh, state of mind, but they can learn specific commands that are vital in emergency situations. These include things like calming their handler, fetching an item, or alerting them to danger. Below uh, 
we are going to talk about key tasks that psychiatric service dogs perform. So let's start that. They can guide a disoriented handler. Certain mental conditions can cause an individual to become confused or enter uh, what we call a dissociative state. In such cases, they may get lost or find themselves unable to find their way. A psychiatric service dog can guide their owner back to their house as they are trained to backtrack and use their scent to lead the way. The dog may also be trained to lead the handler to specific locations using special commands such as home or work. They can also bring medication. Individuals who fall or have an episode such as a panic attack may hyperventilate or be unable to get their medication. In these cases, psychiatric service dogs are trained to fetch medication for their owner through special commands. They can also fetch a phone or a device. Like medication, psychiatric service dogs can retrieve the phone for someone who has fallen or is having an anxiety attack. Whether it's through a command or a gesture, these dogs can ensure their handler has access to a doctor or therapist in emergency situations. They can also get help. Psychiatric service dogs are also incredibly useful during crisis situations when their handler is unable to call out for help. If they've fallen or are having an anxious episode, for example, a psychiatric service dog can lead first responders to their owner, even if they're hidden from view. They can also provide tactile stimulation. It's no secret that dogs have remarkable senses. This means they can sense the slightest changes in their handler's hormone levels or state of mind, almost before they even recognize it themselves. If a person is having an anxious episode, psychiatric service dogs are trained to provide tactile stimulation, such as licking to calm them down. They can also perform deep pressure therapy by applying their whole body onto the handler. The warmth and pressure in deep pressure therapy acts like a, a weighted blanket to offer comfort. They can create a signal. Individuals suffering from anxiety or depression may take medications that are heavily sedating. If there is an emergency that the individual isn't aware of, such as in the case of a fire, a psychiatric service dog is trained to signal them repeatedly until they respond. This could involve licking, tugging at their sleeve, or barking incessantly. They can also interrupt and redirect. As psychiatric service dogs, they can recognize the key signs of their handler's psychiatric issues. They are also able to interrupt dysfunctional behaviors and redirect attention. For example, someone with OCD may begin a habit of 
picking the skin on their arm repeatedly. The dog, having sensed this, can be trained to fetch a special item like a dog brush or a remote control. This helps redirect the handler's anxious energy into something more productive like brushing the dog or watching TV. Other examples of interruption can occur if the handler is having a post-traumatic flashback. The dog can sense the change in their handler's state and be trained to paw at their arm to snap them out of it. Psychiatric service dogs can also block others. People with social anxiety or autism can find it difficult to be near people in public situations. A psychiatric service dog can therefore be trained to keep their owner protected from other people by placing their body close to him or her. Alternatively, they can block other people from their handler by placing their body in strategic places. They can also prevent choking. Psychiatric service dogs can also be especially trained to deal with emergency situations such as choking. If someone is lying on the ground and repeatedly vomiting, for instance, the dog can be trained to clear the handler's airway and fetch them a water bottle. They can also identify hallucinations. Individuals who experience hallucinations will often not know if what they see is real or not. Psychiatric service dogs can help by being trained to greet any person that enters the room. If the handler instructs the dog to greet the imagined person and the dog finds nothing, the owner will then know that they are experiencing a hallucination. They can also search a room. People with anxiety or PTSD may be afraid to enter a room out of fear that someone is there. Psychiatric service dogs are trained to search a room thoroughly and then bark when they find someone. If the dog returns without barking, then the handler can feel safe to enter the room. This is particularly useful in public areas or in spaces where the room is supposed to be vacant. They can also assist with balance. Psychiatric service dogs can also help a handler if they become unsteady on their feet due to strong medication or a condition that affects their balance. If they find it difficult to walk because they are drowsy or confused, these dogs are trained to act as a lean-to while they guide their owner back to a safe place. They can also wake someone up. Uh, They are also useful in instances when a handler requires reviving, for example, if their handler passes out after an anxiety attack or from an overdose of medication. A psychiatric service dog can try to wake them by barking, pawing, or licking their face. Let's talk about the rights of psychiatric service dogs. Individuals with psychiatric service dogs are granted special permissions so that they have the freedom to access public services without prejudice. So let's talk about 
the main public rights granted to individuals with psychiatric service dogs. Owners of psychiatric service dogs have access to nearly any public areas where pets are normally not allowed. This includes grocery stores, restaurants, taxi cabs, theaters, buses, government buildings, medical offices, parks, churches, airplanes, and more. Uh, the dogs can access public areas without incurring a pet fee. This means that airlines, landlords, or hotels cannot charge an owner extra for bringing their dog. This is highly beneficial to the handler as pet fees can generally be quite high. In the case of accommodation, landlords must make reasonable accommodations for a service dog even if the apartment, house, or dorm normally doesn't allow pets. Public entities are not permitted to seat handlers with psychiatric service dogs away from regular patrons. They must be treated equally as all other guests. These federally protected rights can be reassuring for individuals with psychiatric service dogs as it means they can access services while still having the comfort and protection of their animal. So how can you get a psychiatric service dog. If you have a mental health issue and require daily assistance, then a psychiatric service dog might be the perfect solution for you. However, getting set up with a psychiatric service dog isn't always a straightforward process as there are certain criteria that need to be met. Primarily, prospective PC PSD owners must have a mental disability that affects their day-to-day -day lives, and they must be able to demonstrate how the service dog would support this disability. There are also other criteria that need to be met before you can get a psychiatric service dog, which uh, includes being able to actively participate in the dog's training, having the capacity to give commands and care for the dog, being able to provide a stable home environment, having adequate finances for care, maintenance, and training, and receiving a recommendation letter from your health care provider. Before you consider getting a psychiatric service dog, it's worth reviewing the criteria that I mentioned and assessing your financial situation. Training for PSDs, as I'll call them, can cost between thirty dollars to $40,000, and you'll need to budget in costs for food, maintenance, and vet visits, too. While a service dog is an effective aid for supporting mental health conditions, it is a big commitment that should be carefully considered. Uh, if you are certain that a psychiatric service dog is for you, contact your medical doctor or get in touch with the U.S. Service Animals, U.S.S.A., to be connected with a doctor directly. Either way, it is advisable to obtain a letter of recommendation from a medical provider stating the reason why a PSD, psychiatric service dog, would be a beneficial treatment option for your condition. If you require further information about this process, it's worth contacting USSA as they understand the legal process and the requirements for obtaining one of these special animals. While you're in the process of exploring psychiatric service dog options, it's also worth noting that there are a few breeds that are 
naturally inclined for this kind of job. While nearly any kind of dog can take on this role if they have the right skills and temperament, uh, what I'm going to mention are some of the breeds that are well designed for psychiatric service. Uh, one being a standard poodle. Uh, next, a Labrador Retriever. A Havanese. A Miniature Schnauzer. A Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. And a German Shepherd. Here are some of my final thoughts. Psychiatric service dogs provide an invaluable service to individuals struggling with mental or emotional issues. Not only can they perform complex tasks to help their handlers deal with everyday life, but they also provide calmness, support, and protection. In essence, these dogs offer hope and comfort for people who need assistance with their mental health conditions. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.